0: 7 FM Arizona's sports station
1: 23 years in the National Football
2: League and I can tell you this there is nobody that I admire and respect more than Lorenzo Alexander
1: guys. He's like a lunch bell guy. Blue collar pills are coming to work. He's going to outwork you every single play.
0: 15-year NFL veteran Lorenzo Alexander joins Wolf and Luke to give us the lowdown on the Cardinals in the NFL. Brought to you by your Valley Chevy dealers. See your Valley Chevy dealers for the ultimate
3: lineup.
0: Oh, baby, what a hit by Lorenzo Alexander. And is here as we get ready for
3: week four of the NFL season. Zoe, so, I, I thanked you off the air, but I'll thank you again on the air for Cal taking care of U of A, because that's all as an ASU fan that I have this season. So thanks, man. How of you
1: course. Doing? Anytime we can, you know. Hopefully, we, I don't think we play ASU this year, so I was hoping we could do that to them as well. But <laughs> it is what it is. Nope, you don't get ASU. <laughs> how, how you been? Uh, I've been great. Um, you know, I'm always good. It's, life is good. God is good. You know, the family's doing well. They're healthy. Everybody's doing well. I actually had an opportunity this past weekend to go back and be an honorary captain. For the Washington Commanders and catch up with some guys, um, which is really cool for me and, you know, out of that also, I'm going to be participating with the NFL and and their Legends program as a community director or coordinator and just helping guys stay engaged and and get involved with their benefits. So it's been a really good, you know, last week or so for me and it's great. Um, And I know the weekend wasn't that great uh, for the Cardinals, you know, to say the least, but I, I before we get too much in the show, I wanted to definitely apologize to my man number 18 Ben Skoronic <laughs> I'm sorry brother Skoronic Skoronic okay yes. Brother, you can be fullback for my team <laughs> any, any time, all right? I'm oh, sorry. Bro. Maybe you heard what I was talking about last week and you had had me in mind when you depleted J.J. Watt. I'm sorry. Maybe you had me in mind when you ran through Zayvon Collins on a league week to open up Acres to finish off the game. I'm sorry. Man, you can be fullback on my team any day because you you got it, man. You may be two twenty four, you may have wide receiver, but you can play some football. We wondered. We both and I were wondering. So we're like,
3: should we bring this up or should we see okay, if Zoe no, just no. goes? <laughs> <laughs>
1: here's,
3: here's the one thing
2: about it. Once again, though, you think of Ben Skoranek. He is a wide receiver based on our needs, and yet they line him up at fullback, and he does. He 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 tries hard. He tries hard. He he will collision you, and as long as you collision. A guy, I think you can actually do it no matter what your weight is. Now, to some point, of course, you can't be 180 pounds right, and play a yeah, yeah. right. You can't. He's 224 pounds. He's 6'3". He's big enough, but he he, he runs through. It oh, yeah. Now, look, somebody like Zoe, Zoe, you're
1: probably going to kill him. Yeah, have been a little different. But at different. the same time, you would have to respect how right. hard He's coming uh, at you. Of course. And, and, and off of that, I want to, you know, obviously, we're talking about um, with the Cardinals, this, some of the play calls, the, the development, right, painting the picture throughout the game. Sean McVay does an excellent job of helping him out as well uh, because one time they lined up an eye and he, he ran a, a seven route, right? Yeah. So after you get hit with that, and I actually talked about that, I said, he probably would get me because I would come up there trying to lay him out the first play and he would swim, move me, and then go run a 7 <laughs> route on me. And so they did run that and then came back later. As a linebacker, you're like, oh, well, they, they probably going to do the same thing, but now I'm going to run a lead week. It looks the same exact thing, and now you're a little softer, create a crease, and then Akers does his thing to kind of fin- cap the game off.
2: And once again, it's all about it looks similar, too. And right. They, they do a really, really good job with that. And especially if they go with Ben Skoranek out there, it's 11 personnel. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. All they run is 11 personnel, the Rams for the most part. One back, one tight end, three wide receivers. But then they'll take him and they'll move him inside based a lot of the time, I think, on what you do defensively.
1: If you got nickel in, right, nickel, or if you're going to go the base. base. Right, yeah, because you're he, 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 only looking for matchups at the end of the day. That's what good coordinators would do. Move your guys around and put him on a advantageous matchup, and we used to see that all the time where teams would know a, a linebacker was going to be on one of these great tight ends. They would go speed, trips, put all three receivers on one side, and isolate you on the back side with, you know, whether it was a Kelsey or a Gronk, and then yeah. then coordinators had to adjust and say, well, corners are going to stay when we see this, and put a corner on them, and then you got to a size matchup and so great coordinators offensively or defensively try to find those matchups to, that allow their players skill set to rise up and showcase and then that's when you see those great plays happen
3: it was just funny talking about it that much last week and then he was in yeah. the backfield for both touchdowns for the <laughs> <laughs> great um,
2: so the other the, the topic can I can, is- I can I just jump in here for a second sorry about this because I know you're a very good driver well, you care. <laughs> I appreciate the compliment thanks Wolf what I, are we talking I, about here? I, for I like- just have to oh. say once again um Zayvon Collins, okay, yeah. There was no way in the world a guy that's 224 pounds. I was hoping would would be able to take on a man who's 260 pounds. Zayvon yeah. Collins on that. Play he was right out of there. position. I re- he was out of position. I was disappointed. Two plays mm-hmm. of Zavin Collins.
1: I still think the arrow's pointing up same, was it the same Collins. drive. The play earlier. Yeah, In that what, drive? And 11? Yeah, yeah. We yes. faked the blitz and came and had yes. a clean shot. Yeah, yes. that was the other one. That, those, it was the same drive, those too. two
2: plays. Yeah. That was it. Right. But those two plays, what did you see?
1: Um, well, the first one was they were, it was like a coffee. You know, take a cup of coffee that we call, you know, you kind of fake like you're about to drop, like you're drinking a cup of coffee, and then you come and add on. And so the the, the, <laughs> the design of it, the design of it was great. Fans brought it that. up. And you know the line um, smashed down, slid down. They didn't account for him, and he had a wide open shot on the quarterback. Now I'll say this: it's just like catching a ball. The one, the layups to give me's are the hardest ones to get down. Obviously, you got to do it, but when you got all that space and you come in, ooh, he doesn't see me, and that boy just spins out on you real quick. It's just you know, you, you just got to learn in those moments, a right? He learned the lesson, but then unfortunately, that led to the the rest of the drive where they capped it off with that physical run at the end where I think they were using um, Zayvon was on the right hand side and I think they was using the safety away from him and so he has to slide away from the safety to have a better angle on that play he actually was going lateral uh, Scaronic. Sk- Scaronic. Scaronic was coming downhill and anytime that you're Running for position, and somebody's running at you with just straight line power, you you've lost already. Especially if if that person that's blocking you has any type of salt to him, as as we know Skaronic does. And so that's what happened with that one. And because he was trying to get to his B gap, it looked really soft. It got to the outside edge where you know traditionally you want you want more to the right on that, and really coming down and hitting Skaronic thick, like right down the middle of the outside edge, and then you stuff that guy in the backfield.
2: And and using his hands to a lot better. Yeah, I thought he took that block on. Yeah, it was
1: all shoulders because he was trying to run. He was yeah. trying to run to get to where he wants to. And so it's ways you can work it out. But it's just it's it's you're really caught in a bad position when you're not when your alignment is off. Right. And we just go back to fundamentals. It wasn't a it wasn't a talent thing or him knowing what he needed to do. His position. Set him up for failure on that play, yeah. and so just getting there quicker, understanding where where the defense is, where the safety's coming down at, and being in a position where you can be downhill on guys makes all the words of a difference. Now, saying that to your point, I thought he still is doing better, yes. playing better, yes, in 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 positions to make plays, and he had a couple of great plays too. I don't know what did they call on that one because you know I'm watching the, the the iPad. Was that a horse collar or a face mask on the goal line when he ran ran the dude down from the back? It was a face mask. Yeah. Uh, was it okay? All right, yeah, but I, I just think he's. All all over the place and, and making plays and picking up things and being in the right position yes. um, as it comes. Um, and so, yeah, to your point, it's growing, it's clicking, there's still growth there, but uh, I like where where he's at right now.
3: I wish people could have seen the uh, the coffee move right there, though, but there's no, That's I guess great. there are cameras.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That
3: might end up on the internet.
1: Just, what's up with, with my man Isaiah?
2: Oh, so, that okay. Does anybody another, I, you, is on. that
1: another segment? <laughs> no, are we are breaking? We we'll come, we'll come back. Yeah, my God. We
2: come back because I want to get your take on that. All right, but
3: when we come back, we're switching over to basketball. The <laughs> da and Monty Williams stuff. Want to hear how Lorenzo Alexander would handle a I don't know strained, contentious, maybe it's nothing player coach relationship. We'll get into that next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Arizona Sports
1: seen
0: nothing like this lorenzo alexander 15-year nfl veteran and he is gonna get sacked lorenzo alexander the former cardinal the lowdown with wolf and luke brought to you by your valley chevy dealers see your valley chevy dealers for the ultimate lineup
3: Lorenzo Alexander is here for the lowdown as he is every Thursday, and we're obviously talking football. But we're going to switch gears here a little bit over to the Phoenix Suns. We actually had to do this last week on the Phoenix Suns uh, too. So now a completely different topic with uh, with the way things played out the first the media day and the first day of training camp with DeAndre Ayton, certainly making it seem like it, it bothered him that uh, that he hasn't spoken to Monty Williams all off season. Details of all of it aside, because I feel like everybody knows those now, right. I just want to start here, because you were well regarded as one of the best leaders on every team you played for, right? I mean, that was right. that was maybe your biggest role. Um, how would you handle a situation like this? Is it even a situation?
1: Uh, obviously, it's a situation, because um, somebody, I mean, DA's attitude and has and been impacted, right? You know, how he normally is and what we see now is totally different, and he wouldn't have brought it up if it wasn't an issue. Yeah. Um, so I think the, the best way to handle these type of situations where there has been a relationship breakdown is getting into a room and having a conversation and having a hard-nosed conversation. And then I would also probably have CP3 and book in there as well, right? And so we're all on the same page as far as what's going on and kind of almost having like a mediation situation. So we don't walk out of that room and, and he thought he heard one thing and I heard another thing. So we're all in this room having this conversation and, hey, let's check for understanding. Because unless you're all on the same page, you're never going to reach your full potential. Will they still be able to win games? Yes. But their goal is to win a championship. And unless you're all on the same page, right, you, you're you hearing what your coach is saying, not just tolerating what he's t- telling you as you move forward because of the relationship breakdown, there's always going to be a sense of underperforming uh, the expectations that you guys are setting out to do this year.
2: You know, part of me wonders, and I, I think it is, uh, the situation where they're at a point where, Right now, they've tried everything else with getting him more consistent in his approach in right. terms of how he goes about his business, uh, the intensity in which he goes yep. out and plays with the aggressiveness right. in which he goes out and play. I, I think they're they're trying everything they possibly can. Unless I miss my mark, this might actually be a strategy. Um a collaboration, if you will, inside the organization to try as a last a last ditch effort to get DA to focus a little bit more on how he prepares for games. Your thoughts
1: on that? I, I mean it it could be. I don't know if he's that type of personality though. Um As far as taking that, because if it if if he if he was a guy that was going to be self-aware enough to to receive like, I'm not going to talk to you at all. Let me try to prove to you he wouldn't have brought it up at all. But that was the first thing kind of out of his mouth. Like, They talk to me. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if he's going to try to make a point out of it. I don't know if it's the best strategy, Um, but they would know him obviously better than I than I would. Um, but I don't never ever know if isolating a guy or not speaking to a guy is the best strategy when you're depending on him so much. I, it's just, I'd rather talk to you. I'd rather you wear, be tired of me talking, making sure that we're on the same page versus me hoping and wishing that you're going to get it on your own because he hasn't got it with
2: me. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, though, what if you've had this conversation with him you signed up over, for and over and over and over again? You what ju- if you had it? Though? Yeah,
1: I've had, believe me, I've had. I've talked to guys until I was blue in the face, but you, some guys you just have to say it has to be every single day you have to remind them. Now, should you have to do that? No, but you're on a guy and you understand where he is, and so you you make that sacrifice as a player, right? Um, and that's just a part of it. And it is frustrating for guys that really understand the CP3, the way he works. I'm pretty sure he's frustrated, like, all get up and just wants to be done with it. But the fact of the matter is he's there with you. And so as a leader in the locker room, you have to make those sacrifices. Same thing with mine. You have to do it. I remember Leslie Frazier would talk to this player every single day about the same mm. practice habit. Just mm. run to the ball. Hey, all I want you to do is turn and take three steps and act like you burst in. All I want you to do is turn and take three steps. Is this do you think this is good enough? Do <laughs> you think this is good enough? Every <laughs> Did single day. No, he kept playing because he was a guy that was a good player. And so eventually he would get there, but then you had to stay on him once he got up there. Because got some guys, some people, unless somebody's constantly on them, They just, they like to fall back to where it's easy, right? A lot of people love to be where it's easy. And you play in the league long enough, it's hard to stay up there on edge every (laughs) single day. And that's what makes the greats the greats because they're able to do that mentally. But it's hard to live in that world. And everybody, just because you're, you have the athletic ability to do it, doesn't mean you have the mental makeup to yes. do it, and that is the most significant thing as far as achieving greatness on a consistent basis, your mental makeup. And some people just are built different, haven't developed those skills, gotten complacent as far as how they lived and have been successful their whole life, and so it takes somebody to remind them every single day. We talked about picking up your cross every single Sometimes you need yeah. a buddy to do it with you. You can't do it by yourself. Amen, Because you know what I mean? You're going to fall off. So that's where I don't necessarily If there is a strategy I don't. I w- I wouldn't do it, even if it's the last resort. I probably would never push that button because I don't think isolating somebody as far as and they've shown they couldn't do it with you. With, there's no way they're gonna do it without you. Yeah.
2: Well, well, the one thing he did say is, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna show them. I'm not gonna,
1: you know. Now that's that sounds good. I've, and, I've seen him in the past. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we,
2: <laughs> right. we need to We've heard him resort. talk
1: before, man. I don't. I don't. Tr- I, I don't trust you with your words and how you. I gotta. I gotta stay on you. And you may not want to hear it, but until you show me over an extended period of time, and I'm not talking about two weeks, five games, ten games, half of a season. I'm talking about I want to see it a whole year, and then you do it again. And so until I see that, I'm going to stay on you, because especially a guy like CP, and this is why I was so adamant with staying with the guy when I was talking to him, because I only had like one or two years left. My window window was gone, you know, and I was on a team that may have a shot, and we needed him to perform at a level Mm -hmm. to really make that shot accountable. So I'm going to exhaust... In some ways, it was selfish. I'm going to be on you every single day because I know you can help us get to where I've never been. For me, that was a Super Bowl. I've never been there. And so I was on that guy every single day. Hey, come on, because you're a good player. So you got to do the same thing. And it's just the nature of the beast, even though we all have stuff a part of our job that we don't like doing or don't want to do. But we have to do it in order to be Mm -hmm. where we want to be.
3: Well, and now you have the extra mitigating factor of he just got paid and you never know how a guy's going to respond positively or negative when he gets paid like that. And, and maybe that doesn't affect yeah. the a, or You maybe are it really who
1: you does. are. I mean, if you, most people, if he was a grinder before, it's rarely that you just shift and not grind it off. If he was a guy that was kind of on the fence, you're going to still kind of be on the fence. And if he was a guy that guys had to push, it's going to be harder to push you. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, Money just reveals who you already are. I yeah. mean, it's, it doesn't really Shift guys' mindsets because I've been around a lot of great players that have gotten paid and they continue to be great. They didn't say, Well, I got paid, I'm done, right? Um, And so, you know, and it's a lot of other stuff that goes into that. Because I think we do chase the money so much or what the money is. Yeah. But does he – I don't know. Does D.A. really love basketball? Right. You know, for me, just, just <laughs> right from what right you there. just said
2: right there, I love this. The philosophy <laughs> yeah, yeah, of professional right, sports. Yeah. I love this right here. But to me, again, I haven't seen a lot of guys who got paid get better. I've seen a lot of guys who got paid be who they are. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, but not get better. Chandler Jones was one guy that actually got the boat. He got the boat Got better here. Five years. He hasn't been better with he, the Rams right. yet. Yeah, no, yeah. In my
1: opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about when you get paid, too. Yeah. Some some guys, their body may break down, especially when you're talking about football. Football is like its own. It's different. Um, I never broke down. I wish I would have paid me, right? But, uh, (laughs) you know, normally that that second or third contract where you get paid again based on what you've done, you're around 31, 32, especially traditionally, then you start breaking down. So I don't think the guys get worse. Their bodies just can't, don't want to allow them to do what they did before. And in football, I mean – uh, take J.J. Watt, for example, right? Where where he was and where he's not, is not a, a lack of trying or preparation, right? It's a lack of his body being able to respond consistently to what he's asking it to do, and it's just a natural part of the game that happens over time.
3: This is why Zoe is the perfect guy to have in for this conversation. We really, if, if if things go south with D.A., we're going to send you over there. Hey, man,
1: hey, I, I got that. a nice consultant's <laughs> fee. I won't hit him over the head too much. <laughs> he can afford it now. <laughs> uh, Life <laughs> coach, that's what I'm in school for. I yeah, appreciate say, the plug. You go, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
3: (laughs) Consider this like your practicum to get ready. Exactly. Uh, Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We come back. It's supposed to be pretty bad weather in Carolina on Sunday. How are the Cardinals going to handle it? How has Zoe handled it in the past when he was playing? The lowdown continues next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station.
0: 23
2: years in the National Football League, and I can tell you this. There is nobody that I admire and respect more than Lorenzo
1: Alexander. He's one of those guys, he's like a lunch bell guy. That blue collar of pills are coming to work. He's going to outwork you every single play.
0: 15-year NFL veteran Lorenzo Alexander joins Wolf and Luke to give us the lowdown on the Cardinals and the NFL. Brought to you by your Valley Chevy dealers. See your Valley Chevy dealers for the ultimate lineup. Oh, baby, what a hit by Lorenzo Alexander.
3: Panthers coming up. What
0: are you
2: laughing at? Over nothing. There,
3: nothing. Over, you have this big smile uh, on your face and that
2: makes me nervous. He's just the best guy in the world and yet at the same time, man, you get out in between those white lines and suddenly you say something like, you all see it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just, you know I, you know, I love it. He's the best guy in the world uh, and yet the game, man, the game, you get out there and before you know it, you're saying stuff. If
3: only Zoe knew whenever you said that in a game that it would be <laughs> brought up on the air multiple times
2: on a <laughs> weekly basis. You all see it. Taste it.
3: Uh, Lorenzo Alexander is, of course, here for the lowdown, as he is every Thursday. And so one of the uh, the other factors in this game coming up on Sunday, forecasts calling for rain Friday, rain Saturday, rain Sunday, rain Monday, for obvious reasons, because there's a hurricane hitting Florida, and right. there's going to be some some uh, repercussions all the way up the coast. I will say the the forecast for Sunday seems to be the mildest of the rain right now, but either way, it's it's a lot of rain. It's supposed to be nasty. How would that impact your preparation as a player?
1: I don't think it impacts you as far as what you got to do. You got to you probably got to understand depending on what Sunday is going to look like is going to be run heavy, especially when Baker Mayfield has struggled at times. Really, the first three games, I think he only has like 550 yards, right? And you put yeah. that in perspective. Josh Allen had 400 yards last week, right? So they've really struggled in the past game, and I think you know a guy like Christian McCaffrey in that running game. Uh, they gave him the ball 25 times last week for 100 yards. That they're only going to continue to feature him more and more as he gets more comfortable, obviously, moving away from that injury that he sustained last year. And he looked really good. It's nothing he's going to do that's going to be like they, it's not like their scheme is so fancy, right? There's not a ton of motion in, in all shifts. They line up you know two tight ends wing set and they run double or whatever you want to call it single back power you know it's just real downhill he'll hit you all day in the mouth downhill and um, and at, from time to time he still has great speed to get to the outside and so that's who I would be focusing on especially when you think about a wet ball wet conditions finding ways to get him the ball often and then off of that which has been Achilles heel for this defense as well is, is the screen game coming off of that as well so those are the things that they're going to have to look forward to as far as stopping
2: you know what's amazing about it too uh bank of uh, america stadium uh, actually went ahead and put field turf in last year oh did they, <laughs> they did oh okay so the, I was oh wow, blown away oh, wow. By that. i did not even know that i didn't now know that they, either. The cardinals played the panthers but they hosted the carolina
1: yeah. panthers would you have known okay? that if
3: you weren't broadcasting the game what do you mean? Like, would you have done? Would you have known this now, going into this game, if you weren't a broadcaster for the game? <laughs> yeah, okay. No. Okay. no, I didn't
1: know. I no. mean, I played it for years. Sense. I played there oh, too. I right? Yeah. I never, and I never knew I loved that
2: it because it was great. Be right? I oh, loved okay. There was fantastic. Well, that changes it
1: a little bit. Then it does. If it's not, if it's not wet or raining with the ball is dry for the most part then you don't have to worry about obviously try to do a great job of covering the field and doing all that but if you have a heavy set of rain before the game and throughout the game obviously the conditions will be a lot more consistent now with filter
2: yeah and i i do believe though it's still going to be run heavy i do believe that because i think it is going to be so i mean it's going to be bad Mm -hmm. it's not great um i don't know what you're looking at in regard to the I'm not forecast, looking at it being
3: good. I'm just saying but, the chance of rain during the game is a little bit lower on Sunday than it would be on okay. like Friday. So does that mean Kyler's right. is
1: going to run the ball more, too? Sorry. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. <laughs> oh, oh, that is so good right there. <laughs> I want him to run the ball. He to And I I agree with you as far as from a football sense. He, I mean, you definitely don't want to run powers and inside <laughs> stuff with him, but he definitely does need to threaten the defense more with his leg, when he can scramble, yeah. instead, it looks like for me when I watch him. And he's this is probably subconscious. He's not thinking about this, but like the shift has been, or the the perception of him has been, he's a running quarterback that has the ability to throw. Now he shifted all the way. Well, I, I know I can run, but I'm about to prove all you guys that I can sit in his pocket forever and figure out where to throw. Now, obviously, the he didn't do that it versus um, the Raiders. He scrambled all over the place, but he still was trying to throw the ball. It's not like his first option was let yeah. me see if I could get in the end right. zone with my legs. He's still trying to find guys. who run left, right, left, right. I think if he threatens. Them a couple of times. Even if you get four or five yards, they don't have to think about it. Right yeah. now, I think people kind of relax. Oh, he ain't running. Oh, let's sit back a little bit and not have to worry about him a little bit. So it it would be good to see him just from a calculated standpoint, third and three, third and six, whatever. Let me just scramble and get it after some guys, to your point, you know, let's all go special. And then I would take Kyler. I don't care if they spying him or not. One-on-one with some space, I'm taking Kyler all day with his quick movements and being able to get down and and save himself from getting contact.
3: Yeah, that is one of the – he's very good at running, obviously, but one of the other things he's really good at is avoiding contact for mm-hmm. the most part. So I just feel like that threat if you just get him out there and like you said even if it's 5 or 6 yards, yeah. he gets them so quickly you got to think about right. it. The and next just time. think
1: cuz even in the game last week they read that, ran that speed option which I don't really love to play at all, especially into the boundary. I don't I don't like that play. There was one time where it was an opening and he looked And then, I don't, let me just pitch it. I don't even want to deal, but that, but you have to give the thread of it. Um, and I say this because, uh, we had a quarter, Nick Peterman. I love him. Was, didn't have a lot of success, but people didn't play his deep ball because they knew he, he would never take it. And so if you're never going to take it, even though you can do it, it's might as well you might not be able to do it because I'm not going to honor it until you show me. And it actually makes the rest of the game harder for you. And so I think he can help himself by, running the ball a little bit or scrambling a little bit more often.
3: Um, you brought this up earlier, Isaiah Simmons, and I know you don't have an answer for it either, oh, yeah, but yeah. Like, what, is, what is happening here? Is there? I feel like this is being...
1: It, it almost has to be more to the story than something has happened that they're not talking about. It, it has to be because you don't build a guy up like that in the preseason. I went out and watched him you know, a couple of times. They look really good in practice, flying around, confidence. And for one game... It's not like he's an undrafted free agent that you they know. was building up. This a yeah. guy they drafted first round, right? One game doesn't get you sacked. On the bench where you become a rotational player. That's what he is right now. He's a rotational player. I mean, I don't know how many, how many steps did he get last week? I, I, 10, 15. It
3: was, it was a couple more than the previous week, but it yeah, wasn't much. Yeah, it did, I, I, I want to say it's enough
1: 16. where you don't, okay. Yeah. You don't see, he's not out there. I, and it's noticeable, yeah, right? It is very so I'm looking for him now. I'm like, yeah, well, so okay, like, <laughs> when do I see him? Okay. There he is. Oh, now he's back off. It's like it's certain packages that are for him, but a guy of that elk that you drafted that high that you had so much expectation of. It's almost like Zayvon Collins last year when he was already guaranteed to start and something happened, Yeah, right? And so I think it's different. I don't know if he was late to a meeting, didn't show up for something, or uh, he they asked him some questions and he wasn't prepared to a- ask them as far as his own film study. I, I don't know what has happened, but something drastically has happened for a guy to be said to be the guy has a bad game, And then you don't get a chance to learn and grow from that in one week that quickly. More than, you know, we go from playing 60 snaps to 15 or 16. Yeah. That's 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 just crazy. And I don't. As and it doesn't make. It up the next right, week same as well, thing. After saying he had a great week of practice, And he right. ended the game against the Raiders it's, by forcing a fumble. So I don't. I don't understand it. it and I've been. Uh, I've seen a lot of locker rooms, seen a lot of guys, and I've never seen that done to a first rounder at, at all. Yeah. Like that significant, where he was supposed to be the guy.
2: So I thought it was something
1: disciplinary. Right. Is that what you're thinking? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like he I, uh, showed uh, up I'm, late. I don't know. Speculation. We do not know. know something showed up late it was something that he was known to do because i you know i texted luke i was like well they did say they were gonna stop letting little things slip and so you know maybe came into a meeting late or a couple of meetings I, i i don't i don't know but that's the only explanation where you don't allow a guy to get back on the field um and redeem himself when he has that type of talent or he just—I I just don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm no. baffled. Just looking at it, <laughs> you're, you're you here know what with I mean? All yeah, we're all
3: kind of like—and it's not like he's a rookie. It's not like you gave a guy the job as a rookie. You know, he's not ready. This is his third year, right? Uh, all right, we come back. Where do the Cardinals stand injury-wise heading into this game against the Panthers on Sunday? We'll get you updates next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show. Lorenzo Alexander is here for the lowdown as well on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Zona Sports.
0: 15 year NFL
3: veteran Lorenzo Alexander
0: joins Wolf and Luke. A guy who epitomizes class, integrity, and is a true gentleman. The Lowdown brought to you by your Valley Chevy dealers. See your Valley Chevy dealers for the ultimate lineup.
3: Welcome back. We got uh, one more segment here with Lorenzo Alexander, so we're going to make a count. It is the uh, lowdown as it is every Thursday here on the Wolf and Luke show. And uh, Zo, just kind of looking at the injury report, I actually want to go back to a player we were just talking about in Christian McCaffrey, because he's on the injury report for Carolina. And everything you said about how you prepare for the Panthers, how much does that get altered if, and you're probably not going to know, as if maybe it doesn't get altered at all, but how much does the actual game change if Christian McCaffrey's not out there and it's done? Foreman and, and
1: uh, Ch- Chuba Hubbard out there. Um, I still think they 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 run the ball with those other two That's guys. I mean, when you when I watched the game, the Panthers game um, uh, last week uh, facing the Saints, they ran the ball with everybody. I mean, Christian had the lion's share, but everybody was getting the rock mm-hmm, in different mm-hmm. ways. And so they 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 understand. I think. Uh, they have to, if they're going to win games, it has to be able to let me control the game on the ground, let me pound you, let me be more physical than you, and uh, let me win the game that way. Especially when you're playing... I think even this week versus the, the 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 Cardinals, when you look out of the way, they lost the game. And I thought the line of scrimmage last week was won by the Rams. Yeah. Why is it how physical it was up up front? And so you're definitely going to try to impose that same type of mindset um, because that's really the only way you're going to have um, Baker Mayfield is not going to drop back, you know, fifty yeah. sixty times and beat you. And so how do you do that if you don't have the skills on the outside? You have to physically dominate the line of scrimmage, and the way you do that is by running the ball, regardless if Christian in there or not.
2: This is exactly what I've been talking about for the last couple of days. I just honestly think right now the Carolina Panthers, especially if it's inclement weather, and they're playing at home as well, I just kind of feel like they have the upper hand in regard to being more physical on the line of scrimmage. It is... It is who they are. It's what they do. They run more north-south stuff than the Cardinals do. We're more east-west. When we run stuff, it's more east-west. They're more north-south, and I think that's going to be conducive in the weather that we're probably going to be in. Uh, looking at the injury
3: report and we don't have the one today isn't out quite yet, but like AJ Green, probably not going to play. Rodney Hudson was on there yesterday. I'm interested to see what his uh, status is today because it wasn't rest. It was a knee issue. Uh, JJ Watt on there. Didn't practice yesterday with a calf issue. And I'm looking at Darren Urban's Twitter account for today. Rondell Moore working out there, but no A.J. Green, no J.J. Watt, no Rashard Lawrence, and no Zeke Turner. I'm going to start on the defensive side of things here, Zoe, and I know J.J. Watt could miss probably all all week of practice and still play. Right. He has stepped in in the games that he was able to, to step in and play. He's got their only sacks. He's made a huge difference, yeah. a huge, huge impact. Having a guy like that on the team, how can he help the rest of the guys kind of generate a pass rush over the course of the season?
1: I don't know if Jay is is uh, is still at that level, like an Aaron Donald, where you have to have, like, Aaron Donald last week got blocked like, by three people and <laughs> still created pressure, right? That's who J.J. was once upon a time, and he'll have glimpses of that. I just don't think opposing coordinators or players – think that he's that same guy right and so his help is going to be different it's not going to be from a schematic standpoint it has to be from a a mentoring and education standpoint hey this is how you beat guys this is how you beat slide protection when we hear these certain type of words these are the type of games we want to run in order to take advantage of that so we can create pressure on the quarterback so his his impact it's just going to be different. I think before it was obviously physically and mentally. Now it's going to probably have to shade a little bit more mentally because he's not going to garner the same type of of attention that he once did. You know, they'll still maybe slide to him, but it's not going to be, hey, we got to slide to JJ. We got to have somebody out here chipping him every single time, right? Um, And so I say – That to say it has to be more of a mental standpoint. Hey, how do do we get off of chips? How do do I run games? And and all those things I just mentioned in order to help guys become more um, intentional football players when they are rushing the quarterback.
2: You know what's amazing about this is I think because the weather is going to be so bad, um, I think the Arizona Cardinals might be forced to actually... Go. Run the ball personality. Yeah. yeah. Run the ball and you know, maybe even stick Kyler under center a little bit more than what they yeah, want. They, to. They, they'll throw him uh, under there like once or I,
1: twice. I, I think so.
2: <laughs> I honestly think Jared would, just, no, it, it yeah, it
1: would yeah, force sorry. them to actually be it, more physical. It would it would be nice to see that and to actually have uh maybe two or three plays that they run from out of under center. Don't just a. Hey, hey, I've heard Wolf talking about this for a I know. Four I years. Know, I know. Blend I, the old with the new. To, yes. <laughs> old with the new. Get under oh, center. Get under center. God. Okay. We got. Man, man, we, Wolf is out here watching us in, in preseason at camp. We got to do something to appease him. Okay, we're gonna put in two <laughs> two plays. The first play of the game, we're gonna have him under center. Second play, we're gonna have right. him in pistol. And hopefully that appeases Wolf, and he won't mention it no more. Because it's all gotta go. Together yeah, it has to, to be right. I, I, I'm on your side. It has to be more than that. They can't just throw it out there and say well we're doing it now it has to have some rhyme or reason I have to be painting something I have to be putting something together that is going to turn into like oh they were setting us up the whole game (laughs) right when you watch certain teams you see it like oh man how did they give me you know so that's what it has to be right now it's more like play here play there play here and they don't seem to connect to me Um, and so I think that will help them as well just the a more efficient tied-in play calling that <laughs> I'm building you up to something, so I can really take advantage and have some of those big plays. Because uh-huh. right now they're just dropping back. Let me see if Hollywood. They took about two or three shots. Let me see if Hollywood can get down the field and and make be better than you. Sometimes you need a little bit more scheme, a little mix That's it right. up, and, and make it easy uh, for for you guys to have a big play. Like right now harder on themselves. They're just they're just. Saying I'm better than you, and right now we're not better than anybody. We need we need a little bit more of a a, a facilitation of plays to kind of get make the game easier as well.
3: Wolf and I were talking about this off the air uh, yesterday, so I'm glad you brought that up. It does watching sometimes it just feels like, hey, here's a good play on first down, here's a good play on second down, here's a good, but they don't go together and they don't tell a story. And football is not poker, but one of the biggest things in poker, right, is to tell a story so that when you want a bluff or you have a <laughs> good hand, it catches everybody off. I tell card. you, that's
1: the hardest people. I've ever had to play against you yep. know if, if it's a good game and it's like okay this looks the same no it's not oh my gosh yes right and you have and then you have to have really good smart football play. and everybody doesn't is not doesn't see the game so you have to fool some guys because if you just run the same thing my, my special teams coach used to tell us hey if, if a, you know he was Danny Smith who you're probably familiar okay. with right yes. You know, it, hey yeah. if you just run straight ahead down just keep a straight line on kickoff straight line I could time you up all I got to do is kind of guess where you're going to be About that time, I could time you up, and I'm not a football player. But if you put a little sauce on it, a little wiggle in your run, Mm. then it's a little bit harder for me, right? It's a little bit harder for that guy to block you. And that same concept, right? Put a little sauce on it. Make something look the same that's going to be look be different. Make something different look, but it's the same, right? Make guys think instead of just kind of throwing all this stuff out here, which is, I guess, is, is cool. I'm not an offensive coordinator. It's cool, but it's not as effective as when you see Sean McVay and somebody's like, man, okay, they motioned my man uh, Cooper Cup across a couple of times, run the ball, motion a couple of times, and then all of a sudden they give it to him, and it's a touchdown, <laughs> right? It was nothing right. special, and all it did is, um, uh, Byron Murphy has seen it a couple of times And this time for whatever reason he decided They about to run the ball back over here and he stopped and Just a quick hesitation and he was supposed to run With Cooper Cup and they handed off Touchdown right nothing special but because you've showed it and made it look the same, you, you, have, you made one guy have a brain fart, and it was a touchdown. Yep. And so that's, that is the benefit of it. It's hard to win in this league, so if you have the ability to, to confuse some guys and make things harder on the defense or the offense, depending on what side you're on, do it.
2: Thank you for being here, so.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, my brother. Wolf's just waving
3: his arms around in agreement with like 80% of what you just said right there.
2: I honestly, thank
3: you. (laughs) So, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Always, (laughs) always. That's Lorenzo Alexander joining us there for the lowdown as he does every Thursday at this time. When we come back, we'll get you all of today's top sports stories in one place with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Y'all heard it.